Now we're rolling. Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason, as always. My co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Zach Partridge. What up, dog? What up, brother? I like the hat, dude. And oh, yeah, we're both talking the contender's hat. Freaking yeah, sick, aren't they? It just, it just fits so good. I think Roman needs to get us one of those Cobra Kai jackets that he had, those bomber jackets. Ooh. I think we would need one of those for the podcast. You Roman. know, I love all the contender series stuff, but I need another jacket in my life. Like, I need, you need a another hoodie and hat. <laughs> I have so many freaking hoodies and hats. It's ridiculous. Hats and hoodies and shirts. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. fighter stuff is taking over my wardrobe. Um, we were supposed to have a little announcement today, but it got pushed by back tomorrow. Damn it. Okay. They can, they can, the people hey, can wait. The people can wait. The question is, can you? No, I can't. I've been thinking about it all weekend. I want to tell people. <clears throat> That's all right. We'll wait. It's big. big Let's just put it that it way. Is. It's it big. Is. Not just for us, for Utah yeah. MMA. Everybody yeah. wins. What's up, Rod? What up? I seen Rod sparring, man. He was getting it in. Boom, boom, boom. Rod's going to fight, man. I think I saw I'll his little YouTube video with Eric Wallin. Yeah. I saw his Rod, little video. When you sign for that fight, you let me know. I'll be there, brother. Heck yeah. Dude, I love I love seeing people be active like that. Good on you, Rod. Keep keep and, pushing, man. And getting out of their comfort zone. It's not easy. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, no, it's not easy at all you know, getting out of your comfort zone. You know, real quick, if anybody is what's up, Mason? If anybody is considering joining a gym, but they feel like it's intimidating, I feel like the gyms do a really good job. You just got to remember every, it, it was somebody's first day. Everybody had their own first day once. You know, uh, I, I, it's, it was easy for me to tell people that to go into like a, a working out gym. Right. Cause yeah. people get that way too. They don't want to walk in there. They feel bad. And now I had that feeling walking into an MMA gym. Actually, I'm the one that's like, Oh, I don't think I belong here, but Everybody makes you feel welcome. Everybody makes you feel at home. It's all love. Pedro is going to invite me to come down sometime, and you don't know I'm coming. He's going to get you to commit to like a sparring day, and you won't even know I'm going to. I'm just going to walk what he in. Said? Yeah. I'm just going to walk in with my mouthpiece in, shin pads on, gloves ready to go. I'm just going to walk onto the mat and just body shot as hard as I can on you. And then we're going. It's not cool. It's not cool. It's happening. Pedro hey, has this. Hey. Keep your head on a swivel, dog. Keep your head. I'll tell you after. I don't tell. I won't. I won't divulge all my training secrets yet. <laughs> anyway, I love. I'm having a blast. Two hours of jujitsu on Saturday. Yeah, I'm starting to learn how to put some pressure. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Dagestan. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go oh, to Dagestan for like. <laughs> yeah. He's been training yeah. for a few months, and now he's like, I'm training with the Russians in the bear. I'm training with the Russians, baby. Let's get it. You're going to see videos of me like in the Rocky movie running in the snow. Okay, I'm not going to go that far, but it was a good thought. I can't wait to see you with the Dagestanis you, you talking to Khabib. You like this, Khabib? You like this pressure? Those guys. Yeah, I'm a little late in the game to be training with those guys. Hey, a Islam, late in I'm life. for your 155 title. Hey, uh. Our good friend Cole Schaefer and Nanad are opening a gym this Saturday. Yeah. Gladiator Fight Academy. We are going to have Nanad on the podcast to talk about it. But I'm bummed. Yeah. I can't make it to the grand opening. 
Oh man, yeah, Gladiator Fight Academy. Is it, is it out West West Valley, right? No, it's in Salt Lake. It's up twenty one hundred south. I thought it was like thirty something west, though. Read the address, dog. I I don't have it pulled up. Okay, so it's in Salt Lake. Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu. I'm excited. I think I might try to go check it out. I uh, so it's before you, Steel Fist. Like it's right before Steel Fist. So okay. So uh, right. we're, what we're gonna do is um, yeah. So what we're gonna do is. I got, yeah, you, you go to that. I'll be at Hunter's birthday party. Hunter turns 10 tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday, Hunter. The yeah, big, big one, dog, zero, double digits. Tomorrow. Yeah. The double digits. So, so, so we have a birthday party at that time. And then, and, uh, and then, yeah. And then I'll be heading to Still Fist. What are you guys doing for, uh, you, you know where you should, do you, do you guys have like one of those round one uh, aids? We have one mall down here. It's called round one. They have like a little bowling alley and yeah, all like, like new games. Yeah. It's kind of like boondocks. Yeah. They don't have the, yeah. the putt putt and the laser tag, but it's pretty cool. I took Shaylee there yesterday. And do you let your kids win at stuff? Uh, no. Me neither. Never. Like, every time I play my daughter, I'm like, I'm winning. Like, oh, I will. My kindness goes, I'll let it them stay close. Like, problem I'll, I'll is, is. Them. Problem is, is my daughter talks smack too. So that's like, dog, dog, you can't, can't let you, I can't let you, I can't let you get close. Um, oh no, I, I, I like to let them think they're going to get close and crush their dreams and then just crush their dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we, we had some no, fights like, on Saturday. Me and Hunter, we put, we have certain rule sets. Like we play, there's, there's rules. So. It's all good. Sorry. Well, Bye. I know Hunter's rules because I played him in UFC four, and yeah, I know all about you. his rules. Yeah, he yeah, did he smoke smoked me. you. Um, we had some fights on Saturday. It's a pretty good card. Really good card, um, actually. Turned out to be a really good card. Yeah, I mean, looking at it, I was kind of like, meh. I mean, first of the night, Malcolm Gordon and Denise Bondar. We both Bondar and Gordon came out and looked phenomenal. Broke his arm with the armbar, and he in Bondar kept going. I wouldn't say broke it, broke it, but he 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 did some damage because when he planted that, because when he planted that arm after the armbar, it was yeah. No, he said in the post fight press conference, he said yeah, he felt it break, and then he kept going, and then when he tried yep. to plan on it, it went all the way. It just went poof, crazy. Good good win for Malcolm Gordon. I, I I didn't think he was gonna pull that one off, and he did. Started off the night zero and one. Yeah. Actually, I started off the night 0-2 because I picked Jason Whip over Philip Rowe, and he was dominating until about halfway through the second round. Then he got pieced up. Rose, Rose, tricky. That that length is always going to keep him in fights longer than some. You know, like some might like the, once the momentum's turning away from him. One thing that can uh, turn momentum back in your favor is if you can keep him away and get, keep your distance. And he starts pumping that jab, and then you let that cross go. And whew. Yeah, that was, Philip Rowe. that was some nice striking. Uh, all right, next up in the uh, light heavyweight division, you had that Jalton Almeida and Danilo Marquez. Dude, Almeida. We were correct on Almeida. Wow. That guy's scary. He is, is going to be a problem in that light heavyweight division. If I'm a light heavyweight, I, I – yeah, dude, his his wrestling, 
You just manhandled Mar- Marquez. It's like uh, big Fiji, big Fiji, dude. It was like, uh, yeah, it's like he was like going with a teenager or something, dude. Like his like pressure could not get up to save his life. No, Whew. that's that's yeah. See, that's what I'm gonna learn. Yeah, see, something like Almeida, he's gonna have that same problem, not to the extent of like Alex Pereira, but he's gonna have the same problem where he does that to a couple of guys, and it's like nobody wants to fight him. Nobody's gonna want to fight him. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a freaking specimen. He's looked like he's chiseled out of stuff. Like that guy is. Are you are you are you saying that he's not maybe a man crushing? Maybe he's the Vitor. Maybe he's on that Vitor diet. I I, he looks a little more. That's more of a natural look. By the way, did you see that Vitor Belfort's son is the number one freshman high school quarterback in the country? No, I didn't really. Yeah. Where's he play at? California, Texas? Yeah, California. California. As a freshman, he started as a freshman in high school last year. It was balling. Yeah, damn. It's kind of fun. All right. Uh, next up, Alexa Davis gets the unanimous decision against Tolia Rinko. Hey, hey you, I was wrong. Were, no, I was, I was right. wrong. You were but, right. I was wrong. But you, you, there were some moments. Well, her her elbow was like folded backwards. In that arm bar she, in the first round. She even, Stolia Rinko was even doing pretty good on her feet. Yeah. For a moment. Lexa Davis is too much, though. I, uh, I, I Chidi uh, beats Mark Andre Bellarut. That was pretty quick. I didn't even see you him. I think I didn't that. even see. I <laughs> Dead wrong on that. Dead wrong on that. He looked good. Uh, Hakeem Dewadi and Mike Trezano. I think we both were on Dewadi on that one. I was on Chisano. Remember, I went back and forth, back and forth. I was that's right. Remember you Ultimate did. Fighter, undefeated Ultimate yeah, Fighter. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, what sucks Don- is Chisano just might not be UFC caliber. I kind of think you're right. How old is he now? Oh, he's only thirty. I know, but he he won some favorable. He won some favorable split decisions and decisions. Yeah, he did. He's. Yeah, Luis Pena, John his, Giannetti. His next fight's going to be a big one. His next fight's going to be a big one. Uh, next up in the 135, we had John Castaneda and Miles Johns. Castaneda looked impressive because I was on Johns on that one. I thought Johns would. The sexy Mexi is impressive. The sexy Mexi looked John very Castaneda, impressive. Dude, he's put him to sleep in like five seconds with that arm triangle. That was tight. Yeah, like, that must have been tight. Sleep. Yeah. Uh, very impressive. Are tricky. Um, dude, possibly fight of the night. Rosa and Steven Peterson, possibly they were going at it. Year. Wow, they were going at it. The shots that those guys were taking, I, I I don't even know how those guys were standing up. That second round was as fun of a round as I've ever had, as I think I've ever seen. Juicy J getting the, the split decision. I, I, um, I would have felt sick for him. You know, I feel bad for Steven Peterson. Everybody's like, oh, it's too bad. Hey, make way, dude. Make way. He wasn't short notice, was he? Fight. He wasn't a short huh? notice, was he? No. He wasn't a short. Nope. Nope. And he missed by four, four and a half pounds. That's bad, dude. Come on, man. I think that's what he missed by. What did he miss by? It's probably oh, yeah, he missed by four pounds. He weighed, in, he weighed in at 149. Yeah, is our president, Joe Biden? C- come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. You, 
stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that is you the best. You were there. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I love it. All right. No, but um, fighting the night they came out. Julian was they they were cool, but <laughs> man, I I like uh, Julian's got. I don't know. I just felt like he took so much unnecessary damage in that fight. Like I feel like he could have fought a little bit more defensively sound and was just choosing not to. It was weird. It was so entertaining though. Hey, I'll take it. Fans love it. The real winner of the Ultimate Fighter. Brian Battle beats Trayson Gore, which we both were on battle. There was something about that fight, though, that it seemed like Gore. Oh, my phone's ringing. Silence your phone, Jason. Come it's on, dad. Rookie. It's my dad. Come on. Oh, um, sorry, sir. Doesn't he watch the podcast? Why doesn't he listen? Uh, yeah, he usually does. Um, Come on. I felt like Trayson was the better, could it should have been the better athlete in there. Like when he was cracking. It, it seemed like it was just a matter of time before he was going to take battle out, but battle did what he needed to do. Picked him apart. Basically. The, the Trey Sean, he, you, you know what I think? I think he went into that fight a little too overconfident. Well, I think he went into that fight knowing that he could knock him out at any moment. And that first round was fine. And that second round, he almost got him out of there. But then when he did it, he kind of was like, uh, Oh no, like he didn't go away. And then Battle did what he needed to to win to win that third round. He, he did. <laughs> my, my, my stepdad. <laughs> it really is. Oh. Um <laughs> you know, he's only ha- he's only had that's only his fourth pro fight. And he had a he only had four amateur fights. So the but kid doesn't have you a can, lot. You can of... tell the talent is there. He just needs a little bit. Uh, he just, just needs a little bit more cage time. Yeah, because when he throws, if he connects, you're going night night. Night night. Um, next no, up, battle, we have battle proven. Like, dude, everybody can. You know, haters are going to say whatever they're going to say. They can what whatever. It's fine, but yeah, one. I, I like that he took the fight and. He came, brought the trophy back out, and said, "Yeah, all you people that said that I'm not the real winner, here you go. I like it. Pooh Bear, I like it. Pooh Bear. Uh, Brent, Brendan Al Pooh Bear. He needs oh, a better man. nickname, dog. He needs a way better nickname. Uh oh, uh oh. What's what, Zeke? What is Zeke going to drop some drop some news on the Damage Plan MMA podcast? Um." Brendan Allen beats her boy smiling Sam Alvey. Ah, man, he's lost like eight in a row, seven in a yeah. row, seven in a row, and, Chad and, and a draw. And Chad Mendes came out and like went really hard at him. Oh, did he? I didn't. I didn't see that. What is he telling him? Yeah, he's like he says he sucks. He doesn't belong in there. That's tough. I mean, he's kind of a company guy, right? He just takes the fight. Maybe he, takes he the should fight. just not say yes to every fight that comes across. What's next for him, yeah. Alex Pereira? Like, come on, dog. Like, can we give this guy, like, a couple winnable fights and get him back on course? I, I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately. I mean, the guy's got 50 pro fights. Um, KO of the night, Rachmanov and Harris spinning Hook kick to ground strikes. Shavkat, yeah. you, did you see who he called out, right? Alex Pereira. After, 
Alex Pereira. I said it to you. No, Mich- Michael Pereira, right? Or Michelle Pereira, sorry. Michelle Pereira, yeah, Michelle Pereira, yeah. not Alex Pereira. Because he beat his teammate, right? Yeah. You sent me that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that kid. He's good. 15-0 and 0 now. Okay. Dude, if doesn't you're wearing a like, wolf. Doesn't it feel like him and Shabai have to fight soon? If you're wearing a wolf hat to the cage, like I was, t- I was telling Joel, I was telling Joel, I said, if your opponent walks out with a wolf hat, you just need to tap and walk out of the cage before he even gets in, dude. Just don't even fight the guy. Maybe, he's Joel, should, out with the maybe wolf. Joel should start wearing the wolf hat. Joel should start with, hey, I got to give it up to my boy. You know, I train with him every morning at the fight camp stuff. He's been hitting it hard, man. He's been hitting it real. And daddy's all in. Plant daddy's coming in hot, huh? Yeah, he's coming in hot. He's training hard. April should be fun. But yeah, man. Rachmanov is a beast. That kid is a beast. Uh, Who do we have next? Uh, uh, Maximov and Soriano went to a split decision. Gosh, that was a tough one to score, man. Felt like Soriano was doing more damage, but Maximov more control. This is the one where we need the judges to chime in on this one. Ah. Seemed like Soriano was doing more damage. Yeah. But definitely the control seemed to be... I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, but I... I, I... But a lot of people were talking about how hard it is to... Because he wasn't really doing anything. But he's... He's a problem at 185. Maximum is going to be a problem too. He's a big kid. What do we got? Oh no, Maximov is. Uh, hey Zeke, you can't now. just say guess what and then nothing. It's bull. Come on, Zeke, drop it. Did you hear that, Zeke? Jason wants to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and then. I don't know what Sal Diamato fight he was watching for the main event, but I, for that main event to be a split decision, come on, bro. Come he on. He got dog. called out pretty hard by. Who called him out? Uh, the coach, uh, Nick, uh, Nick Schumacher coach. Oh, he's going up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't Nixon. remember his last name. Eric. Eric Nixon. Eric Nixon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was, he went hard. No, but, but. But he's right. He's 100% right. When judges make erroneous decisions like that, uh, what, what, what's the other gal's name? Bird. Uh, Adelaine Bird? Yeah. She's the other one that's really bad. <laughs> right? There, or has some very, very questionable scorecards. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, one, it's an incompetency thing. The, from the fans' perspective, but two, more importantly, what they have to understand is, yeah, you know, the wrong decision in somewhere in somebody's line, like you're affecting not just their paycheck, but their the, the trajectory of their career. Yeah, and I'm just grateful it's... that Sean Strickland, you know, that there is three judges, but I mean. I don't I mean, think there's a person on the planet that thought that Sean Strickland lost that fight. Devil's that advocate style? here. Huh? Did he was he just at a bad angle and did he think a lot of those shots were connecting that weren't? Because there was a lot of Hermanson was throwing a lot. He wasn't connecting a lot. 
Strickland's Strickland's defense was on point. His boxing defense was on is. point. It, it always, always is. is. That's it's just kind of what he does. You, me and uh, me and Cole Schaefer were actually talking about it yesterday. You know, for being like this, like serial killer victim, whatever, like kind of touted as this wild, crazy man. Yeah, he's extremely calculated with an extremely high fight IQ. Very. For being a crazy he, person, his fight he wasn't IQ as crazy was in that fight. I think he I think he knew there was a little bit, a little bit of danger in that fight. He he wasn't acting as crazy as he. I think he was. the. I think he realizes that he's right there. The Everything changes when you're when you're one to two fight two fights away from the title. Everything changes. One, you see active fighters start the activity slows down a little bit, right? Yeah. Because now you can't afford to just take any and every fight because the risk isn't worth it anymore. You might lose your spot. And he even said that. Like, you know, he doesn't really care about the belt, but he would like the money that comes with it. That's yeah. what he said, right? Yep. Well, now if you open up and if you get clipped and somehow lose, and Jack is is dangerous, if you lose, like, now you're probably a year, year and a half away from putting yourself in the situation you are now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, he was impressive. He's impressive. He's, I mean, if you listen to our Friday podcast, I was thinking, I was thinking of going Hermanson and then I just, dude, he's, he's got it all, man. Yeah. Remember when Zeke tried to tell us that uh, Jack Herman, that Strickland was going to lose. He changed his pick. We got him to change his pick. Yeah. Thanks, maybe that's what he, the guess what right we're right saying. Thanks guys. Thanks for not. Thanks guys for wrong guy. Filling my pockets. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the judges uh, scorecards on the MMA decision.com. And they give you the meat. The media can submit their their scorecards too. It's most of the guys at like MMA Junkie, Sure Dog, uh, some of the bigger ones. They all had it fifty forty five, and then oh, I had everybody else had it four forty nine forty six. Is whatever. Pretty much, it was split half and half. That's how I scored it at home. How you how you had her Manson win in that, dude, bro. Eric brought up a really good point on Twitter. I don't know if you saw his tweet about, hey, the judges need to get more reps. Like, these guys are only seeing fights once a month, maybe twice a month. Well, that's that's not true. That's not true. How much? Are, a, how much I've are they a, seeing fights? I've been a part of the the, the training meetings. Um, appreciate Scott Bowler for for allowing me to be a part of one of those in the past and inviting me to a few more. I need to do those more. But they do, they do, they do monthly trainings where, as judges and referees, they all get on calls and watch fights together, and then they all give their take on how they scored rounds and why. And and so, so one thing that's really important is so everybody's going to see a fight different, right? Me and you have watched fights, and you you're certain one guy's one, and I'm certain another guy's one, right? Yeah, like we've had that, and that's and. You know, and I, 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 re, I respect your, your, uh, you know, your opinion on it. And I know, and I know that you respect mine. So I would say we're both knowledgeable. I wouldn't say one of us is more knowledgeable than the other on judging, but we, we both saw a different fight, right? Yes. When judges can, you can say the same thing. <laughs> the, it, 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 it's, it, it, it's opinion. It's how does the judge apply the judging criteria. And if, 
And, and what Scott Bowler talks about is as long as they can articulate using the judging criteria, why they scored the fight the way they did, then it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. What I would love, what I would love, because I said, why can't judges be in that press conference after? And Scott said, you know, and I get it. They said, well, they might not be able to verbally articulate it that well. And they might end up just getting just destroyed in the media. Just destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that. And I don't want, and, and that's, that's fair. They're, they didn't sign up to be in that line of fire necessarily. Yeah. But what I would like is if I believe those judges go and they talk to Scott after or where, whatever athletic commission and they discuss after why they scored it the way that they did and, and articulating through the judging criteria, why they saw it round by round the way they did. Maybe the commissions can start coming up with a statement just like, not a Q&A, but just a statement that gets released the, ne- the next day. Hey, um, there was a lot of controversy around this split decision. Sal saw the rounds, you know, one, three, and four for Jack Hermanson because of judging criteria A, B, and C. Now you can talk about judging criteria. Now you're having an open, ongoing conversation that I think yeah. forwards the the betterment of the sport and, and the judging and things like that, rather than just an absolute slaughter fest on Sal saying he should be yeah. fired. Cause I mean, I, I think he Sal's usually pretty spot on. So he had to have, he had to have seen something that made him want to give her Manson rounds one, three and five, which looking at the cards. Five. So one, Two judges had it for Hermanson, round one. Him and Camijo, Camajo. Uh, round three, two judges actually. So th- this is where it's crazy. Now Cleary and Sal had round three for Hermanson. So he's not far off, right? He's only one judge away. And round five, he was the only one that saw Hermanson. So that, that's just that one round made it that split decision, that fifth round. Round one and round one and three, two the judges were opposite on that. One saw it one way, one saw it the other. You got to remember too the the little stats that we get to see at home, the volume, all stuff like that. Yay! Who are you punching in the face? Yeah, but yeah, uh, I mean, it, when you look at it that way, it's like well, maybe it's not that bad. Here, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing that's hard. Yeah, is we can, you could watch a fight and know who won and lost the fight. A lot of cases. Forget the I round by that. round. Forget the For sure. forget all that. Sometimes yeah. you know, even like even like Sean said, he goes, "Look at his face. Look at my face. Like, come on, who won that fight?" Ooh, some dude from Fusion in Saint Jeezy. I hope he's good. I hope he's ready. Heavyweight from Fusion? Yeah, I don't know any of those Fusion guys. Okay. Isn't that uh, Reyes kid down there? Yeah. Is it Reyes? Yeah. He's he's the only one that I, I know. You've trained down there, right? Didn't you go down there and train yeah. with those guys? I've time? a couple times. No. Um, yeah, but you, I think you're spot on. You're, you're right on with that, though. There's uh, the majority of the time when you watch a fight, you can be like, that guy won. He clearly won the fight. Occasionally, you'll have something. Somebody gets clipped. Somebody gets caught in a submission. Whatever. 
case in point, Sergio Pettis fight in Bellator, where he's losing the whole fight and then ends up with a spinning back fist knockout. Um, Calico is his last name. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay, Calico. <laughs> Zach's like, cool, bro. <laughs> oh, these mother freakers, dude. <laughs> this freaking idiot. I don't who? know who this idiot is. Not this guy. Not Zeke. No, who this He's just Zeke. He just called you an idiot. You got to fight. This guy. Fight these him. Freaking, fight him. These guys. These guys well, always keep coming there. on our stuff. I'm going to delete this there. crap. Block user. It's some dude trying to sell me. Never mind. Appreciate it, bro. Zeke's coming back on the podcast for his fight. Oh, um, look at Zeke on. We got a big pay-per-view this weekend and Steel Fist. Pay-per-view, Steel Fist. I'm way more interested in Steel Fist than this pay-per-view. <laughs> you yeah, like the pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. I, it doesn't exactly hype me. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm like jumping out of the seat. Turn your volume down on your laptop. Your yeah. volume, your echoing, yeah. It sounds like it's echoing. It's because your connection Can you hear sucks. me? Your connection Can you hear me sucks. okay? Yeah, your connection sucks. Oh, it's good. It's good. No, it sucks. Oh, what about now? It's been laggy the whole time. What the crap? It's okay. We did okay. we did something with our internet like a couple weeks ago and it jacked everything up. Like I've never yeah. had a problem with my internet. Yeah. Um, dude, this is not a bad card this weekend. It's not bad. It it is not bad. But I do want to go to Steel Fist. Like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's not a okay. I I, I you ready for? I had a question for you. People are asking, um, Sean Strickland. So, did they're saying his performance wasn't great enough to earn him a title fight? What else do you want the guy to do? He picked him apart for five rounds. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Who? Who else in that middleweight division is? Who else? I mean, how many wins does he have in a row now at middleweight? Well, here, seven, here's seven the eight? one for me. So Derek Brunson beats Jared Cannonier. Like we've already seen Izzy beat Brunson. So here's the real question: What if Whitaker beats Izzy? Now you're. That's that would make things really interesting. That makes the whole division really fun again. <laughs> He's on a six-fight win streak. Whitaker? No, uh, Strickland. Oh, I know. No, no. <laughs> Second to Izzy. That's it. And, and hey, and you ready for this? You ready for this? I think Strickland gives Izzy fits. I, I think he could too. So what's the most competitive fight Izzy has had on this run? He with uh gastelum wasn't it yeah and that was 2-2 going into the fifth round yeah why did kelvin have so much success forward pressure straight forward punches pressure. And clean boxing yeah fundamentals sean is the epitome of just basics works behind his jab i mean basically just jab heavy until he measures, then he lets his cross go. Very rarely kicks, but when he does, he makes it count. Like, 
I'm not picking Strickland to be Izzy, but it's somebody like that that could really give Izzy fits. I could see it. I mean, you got to think he jumps up to at least six, right? Yeah. Well, but again, I'm just saying, like, look, look at how easy Izzy beats these big, powerful, strong, explosive guys. He just he picks them apart. It's easy. It's easy money for him. Yeah. But another guy like Kelvin, right? Who's not this big power explosive guy. It's just a fundamental stay in your face, pressure, work behind the jab, clean boxing. It was a harder, that was the hardest fight Izzy's had. Yeah, it was. Strickland, and I think Strickland causes a lot of problems there. And didn't he say he didn't want to, he doesn't want to fight Vittori, right? They don't want to fight each other? No, they're, they're big training partners and good friends. Yeah. I mean, do you give him a, I, I mean, if, I want to see him in Costa. Winner that gets the title shot. It's either that or the winner of Cannoneer Brunson in Strickland for a clear cut number one contender shot. That middleweight division's kind of yeah, it's just weird. Well, it's just stagnant. I mean, it's a little bit like welterweight, right? Like Usman's yeah, we've already seen it. Say, Usman say just needs to. Usman just needs to move up and fight Izzy. They're not going to do it. I know, but I'm just saying. Usman's talking crazy about going up to 205. Yeah, because he thinks he can get an easy win. I don't think he's... he's, Time out real quick. Does anybody really believe that Usman wins a title at 205? I don't. I don't. He gets... He, the same thing happens to him that happened to Izzy. Any of those guys. Uh, Any of those I guys. Agree. Who does he beat? Does he beat Glover? If Glover, if, if it goes to the ground. I'm not sure those guys can take down Usman. There's a lot big size difference. He's a lot better wrestler than they are too. Does he beat Jan? Does he beat Proz- uh, Yuri? Dude, it shock me. Yuri, Rakic. Those guys are big, no. though, man. No, he Those doesn't guys are beat big. Yuri. He doesn't beat Yuri. Marty beats the break off a of Glover. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm I mean, kind of based on this. I, 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 I kind of think that he actually beats Glover to share if he decided to if do Glover that. If Glover gets a hold of him, though, I don't think he's, he's going to be strong enough. I think there's too big of a size difference. I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't. Does he be? It's interesting, though. It's interesting. It speaks to Usman's greatness that I can. You can at least have the conversation and say, maybe. Yeah. Anthony Smith, Tiago Santos, yeah. Magomed, Ankalov. He ain't beating a Russian, so just but, scratch but think that of out. how much faster he'll be. That's true. He's got problems coming up in 170. He needs to pay attention to if he's going to keep fighting. Do you, yeah, do you see Chimaev? Chimaev's like, don't Chimaev- you talk about going to another weight class before I get to you. Chimaev beat, beats Burns, yeah. Which Yikes. I think everybody's, yeah. Yeah. Are you are you pretty confident Chimaev beats Burns? Mm. What would you give it percentage wise? Seventy five to eighty. Seventy five to eighty percent. I just think Burns is just undersized one one seventier. He's an in betweener. He's a Kevin Lee in between. I actually think Burns probably stylistically 
gives Chamaev more fits than by far anybody he's fought. I agree. I'll agree with that. Like the way Chabai just sunk in that choke and put the leech to sleep. Like he doesn't do that to Gilbert Burns. No. You know what I mean? Like Gilbert Burns is world-class grappling. World, world-class grappling. It just seems like there's going to be such a size disparity. How tall is Burns? He's not that tall. Not is that he? tall. He's like an in-betweener, right? He's like, like a Kevin a Lee. He's built like a Mack truck. Isn't he like a Kevin Lee, like in-betweener? Like he should be fighting? 165 would be sweet for Dude, him. He's, he's, he's 5'10". Yeah. But he's a man. But, but, but remember, he also dropped Usman. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. He probably gave Usman Usman's scariest moment as a champion. Oh, he had him. He had him hurt. He definitely had him hurt. Where's his? So, I wish they just hurry up and make that fight because they haven't officially signed that one yet, right? I, I thought they did. Hamza Shmai, Hamza. I don't think they they didn't. It's not on. It's not on Tapology yet. So, yeah, dude, Chamaev is going to have a four-inch height advantage and a four-inch reach advantage in that fight with Burns. I actually don't. I I don't think that that's as big of a deal. Burns has enough experience fighting bigger, taller, longer guys. I get Chamaev's a completely different animal. It's going to be interesting if he beats Burns, him. Burns is the first guy that Chamaev's fought that if Burns lands something hard, could rock Chamaev's world a what, little bit. What too. if Chamaev just starches him? That then we got we we got I mean, Abusi, you know right? me. You know me. I've been on the Chamaev train since. I know. Like five way one. before I was. Yeah, I were. love Chamaev. I think there is something like we literally might be witnessing like the greatest thing ever. And, and he's I over there training at Tiger Muay Thai. Dude, I love watching those. It's terrifying. He's yeah. a terrifying specimen. Very good. But, but you don't know until you know. And like, I mean, Burns is, I mean, if, if anybody other than Kamaru Usman's the champ, I, I think, I think Burns is, Burns is the champ right now. We are going to find out very soon. All right. Should we wrap it up for today? Yeah. One more thing real quick. I sent you a thing and I from Chell Sun and I talked about it. Who do you think won the – who do you think won the training room wars with Colby and Jorge Masvidal? I don't know. I started watching it and then I got a phone call. I didn't finish the thing. So, Who do I so think won? Very interesting. It's it's very interesting when you train with somebody. Yeah, you know that wins the 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 majority of the wars in the training room, right? But they're different yeah. weight classes, right? Okay. Remember then then Jorge was a one fifty five or Colby was one seventy, but they're still about the same size. Yeah. I would guess that Colby won a majority of those rounds because of his wrestling. Yeah. But you can wrestle at 100% in the, when you're training. 
you don't really strike at 100% when you're training. That's so does true. Jorge feel like I was holding back enough that he's never felt me going 100 on him? Like one of those no, one of those two know that they lost the majority of those rounds in that training room. And one of them still signed and said, now that we're going 100 and it's for real, I'm going to beat you. It's very, very interesting. Yeah, it's weird because I, I mean, obviously I, I, I don't fight, so I, I don't understand it. But I would think if you're training with somebody and getting those rounds in, you, you, the two of you know, you know what I mean. I would think well, the two okay, of you know. For example, me and Cole Faust like, trained together. Yeah, I was, I was just getting ready to say that you and Cole Faust. It's like yeah, you're I, there, there's there's no there's no and ifs or buts. He gets the better of me in the training room. Just like he does yeah. everybody else. Like, I mean, he's right. But it would have to be me being delusional enough. And I'm not saying this in any way, shape, or form. And I've never thought I'm not, I'm not stupid here. We're talking apples to oranges scenarios, but it would have to be me being delusional enough that if I went to another camp and was like, well, I am the bigger man. I've never gone a hundred percent with Cole. So yeah. now we'll really see. Like, no, no, no. Like that. I know, like I would, yeah. what I'm saying is, is I, I know what would happen in the fight. Yeah. One yeah. of them is I, losing I, rounds, was losing rounds when they train together and thinks he doesn't know what actually I have because I've never gone hundred percent on him. Yeah. Or, or now those were when they're both of them were kind of unranked and and whatever, or they're like, my, my game's elevated now. I'm better than I was then. It, it's very fascinating. It's very, it's yeah. very, very fascinating. The site, the, the press conference of that is going to be, it's going to be good. Awesome. Yeah. It's going to be fireworks. Oh, and you know, everybody's bummed that they weren't the coaches of the ultimate fighter. I don't think they could have been coaches of the ultimate fighter. I think they would have had to break up fights daily on the set. Oh, you can't have Jorge in that type of setting. You can't have him there. We talked about it on Friday. Or he would flying me Colby's face whenever he got a chance. He's just a different breed. You start mouthing off to him. Joel Joel was telling me some guy mouthed off to him yesterday. Some guy was, no, some guy was driving through, speeding through the complex, townhome complex or wherever. And and Joel's like, hey, man, slow down. Like there's kids. There's, you know, I got my dog. And the guy's like, called him a, called him a bitch and st- <laughs> he circled back by, drove back by him again, talking smack and driving by. And I'm like, this guy probably has no idea who he's talking trash to. No idea. That would have been so great. That would have been a YouTube. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm still waiting for World the video of Jordan Chandler choking somebody unconscious at this, at a squat rack in a gym. I forgot you know? about that one too. Yes. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful, man. I do need to, I do, before we go, I do need to clarify one more thing. I meant no disrespect to the person Bobby Maximus. I got what you were saying. Some people took that a little, the wrong way, I think. But I, I understood what you were saying. You made a valid I think, point. I think good for him. I for him. think I wish him the best. I think he is being brought in as a publicity stunt. And I am rooting for him to win the whole thing and make the UFC sign a 43-year-old to a contract. I think it would be great. I'm sure he's a stud. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure he's a stud. I'm sure he would choke me unconscious. I'm sure of all those things. Yeah. But, but 
He hasn't had an MMA fight since 2009. When Ben Moa went to go try out for Tough, and Ben, I believe, is two to three years younger than Bobby Maximus, and then was like 36 or 37, they wouldn't even give him a real shot, and they said, you're too old, we're not interested, sorry, thanks. So how can they do that to Ben Moa and then turn around and give him a shot and and then expect it to be taken seriously? I hope he runs through it. I'm sure he's taking it seriously. He's going there to win. Props to him. I hope he does, and I hope he has a great showing. But make put the UFC in the corner, man. Make him sign him. Here, here's what I'm saying. The UFC. You can't tell me even like a Kent Mafaleo at two and zero. You know, like this is what he does. It does suck for the guys. I understood what you were saying. I knew you weren't being disrespectful. The UFC, the UFC put him in a no-win situation. Yeah. Yeah. I knew where you were coming from. But and no means I, I was not dogging on him. I wasn't saying that he's not good enough. I'll bet you his skills today, he could beat guys in the UFC. Yeah. Especially as a as a as a world champion in jiu-jitsu and, and grappling stud. Like I'm sure he can catch some guys in some submissions. I'm positive yeah. of it. But, like, come on, man, you're 43. Like, sometimes, you know, you just got to just let it go, dog. It's like me. I'm 43. I know I'm not going to the UFC. Like, I'm not trying to take anybody's spot and get in, get in front of anybody's way that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's just two cents. Good luck, Caitlin Neal. Cheering, cheering for all the people from Utah, obviously. Hell, yeah. Still how would you like, to, how this you like to be lined up against Kamara Usman's little brother? Little big brother, Muhammad yeah. Usman. I wonder what his real name is. Cedric. <laughs> it's got to be something like that, right? Something like that. Marty something and Cedric. Like Marty and Cedric. There yeah. you go. All right. Um, still fist fight night this Saturday. Reach out to your favorite fighter. Get some tickets. Zach and I will be there. We'll see you guys uh, Friday for our breakdown. We out. It's a nice